0: <laughs> Buonasera.
1: <laughs> I'm so I can't like say more Italian words in this episode because I don't actually know any Italian.
0: I only uh, know um, buongiorno, I, giorno, I, I, I bu- guess. Buongiorno. I think. Wait. Uh, I'm trying because I, um as you know, I really like this Italian show on HBO, which is Oh, my they, brilliant you know, friend. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember like things that they say that. <laughs> that they uh, say there a lot, uh, but
1: Parmigiano, I don't know.
0: Parmigiano, <laughs> prosciutto,
1: um, uh, <laughs> ragazza. ragazza, That mingo. is, it, is it true that no one knows who Elena Ferrante is? Like, yeah, because this... like my yeah, dad she... was telling me about it. Like my dad yeah, she... bought one of her books and he was like, me, "Wait, really?"
0: Yeah, she uses. So the reason like, you, you don't have any pictures of her. Alana Ferrante is a kind name. It's a pseudonym, and no one really knows who's the, who the real person is. And she says that because, I mean, she's from Napoli, and that sort of people have ascertained, more or less. Also, like, almost all of her work is set in Naples in one way or another. So
1: everyone assumes she's Italian. No one knows for sure.
0: I mean, she writes in Italian, but yeah, no one oh, knows okay. for sure. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, People also assume that she's from Naples because she also uses the specific dialect from Naples quite well. So like it's like assumes like that she's a native speaker of that one. But so no one really knows. And there is one interview that came out I think around the time where Days of Abandonment came out into English. And so the 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 interview was also translated. And she talks about how sort of her an anonymity is very important for her work and that she wouldn't be able to write had it not been anonymous that's
1: awesome that's pretty cool
0: yeah and i think also as a i'm connoisseur. of i mean like there are certain beats that repeat in a lot of her novels and i think she draws them from her own life and i think by keeping her identity anonymous she can do it freely without anyone being like, hey, you're just talking about your own life. It's like, it's not literary. Mm -hmm. And also, I personally think that it's I really don't like sort of the cult of the author. I really believe in the death of the author. I really believe sort of the author is supposed to be just this crafts person who crafts this thing that should exist somewhere between the writer and the reader. And I really appreciate writers like, for example, Ketze, who's very private, like you don't know a lot about his life, which also allows him to write a lot of fictional autobiographies about his life. um He just like sometimes, he never like went to any like literary award, like they keep giving him prizes and he doesn't show up, but then like he's a jur- juror at the festival and ends up, like, <laughs> like I think yeah, it's very fun. And I really sort sure of like that with Elena Ferrante. She's just like, she, she, she doesn't need to be a public person to be a good writer and she can sort of keep her priv- privacy and
1: yeah yeah I that's really I cool I, I think if i was a famous famous author or anything i would uh not be on social media not and let, let anyone see uh, i mean like uh, my real self but i would also just have like uh burner accounts where i can just shit post because i need it for to live
0: but but it's also a bit tricky with sort of the publishing landscape nowadays because
1: Oh like, yeah, yeah.
0: If you don't have a Twitter, you probably won't get published. Like no That's matter how true. Good That's true.
1: your book is. I mean, like... or or like I would use social media obviously because like you'd need it this day and age, mm-hmm. but like only to like promote and like strictly to um sort of like yeah. talk about or, or like, like again, yeah, just to promote, like yeah, buy my shit. Um Yeah. Uh, but I, like I, uh, but like the whole construction of a uh, social media personality that's freaky.
0: Yeah, I would definitely like if I like if I were to get published, I would definitely use a pen name, like I wouldn't use my real name. Like I think uh I don't know, there's just something about having a separate name to your work and so like a separate name for your private life, even if people know like your birth name and stuff like that. I don't know. I think it's it's a good way to sort of separate your life
1: yeah yeah i guess yeah know? for sure yeah you yeah. know
0: you know what i mean like i think that's why a lot of artists have like pseudonyms because then like there's the artist the persona who's like this this name or the pseudonym and then me as a person i'm just you know it's like with lord there's lord and there's l and when she's mm-hmm. just like chilling in new zealand doing her things like she's not lord she's Elle. and i think maybe it's but silly but i think a name really helps with the separation of the two and allows you to sort of create in more free way because like you're not the artist all the time you know yeah. what i mean
1: yeah 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 that's cool. but yeah, yeah. That's interesting because like she's a bestie you and like was- you assign your name to it like is this me i'm not sure let's just change the name yeah else.
0: exactly exactly because it's handy as well because like i don't know i think it's I think more people, more writers, should be anonymous. Like I, I really hate sort of like uh, sort of writers who care more about their personality than their work. You know, like they care more about promoting themselves as a as a personage than promoting their work. I was like, Ugh, shut up. Yeah, there <laughs> are
1: certain artists for sure that I'm more interested in their personality than their actual work, because their actual work isn't actually that interesting. But I'm interested in them as like media personalities. Who do you
0: mean? I think I know who you mean, but still, tell me who. who do you, do you mean? think
1: you mean? Who, do, th- who <laughs> do you think I mean? Actually, I
0: think you mean the um Julia Fox.
1: Oh, I wasn't actually not thinking of Julia <laughs> Fox at all, but that's a good point.
0: Who, so who who did I you? Th- have I, thought in she, mind?
1: I thought she. I thought I think she's like um. Like, okay, maybe it's not the exact point I was making. Like, I'm fascinated by, like, um. Sam Levinson, even though I don't really, like, have any emotional attachment to his work. I, I watch his stuff on, like, a strictly, like, what the fuck is going on up there in his mind? Like, what's, as like a true uh- window to what the hell's going on there.
0: I mean, I didn't even really mean it that way. I mean, yeah, I get what sort you mean. Of like, I, you know, uh,
1: okay, yeah, that's. The, I guess what you meant was different, and I guess I yeah. know what you mean now. It's yeah. like, in a sense, I'm more interested in what to do outside of the work, um, rather, and, than, the yeah. work itself, rather yeah. than the work Speaking itself. Speaking about yeah. Sammy,
0: will you be watching the idol?
1: Of course, I'm gonna be watching <laughs> the idol. Like, it has, it's, it looks like it could be either the biggest bullshit on earth or actually like really cool and interesting. I want to know which is which. Yeah. And uh I want to know what it ends up being. Plus even if it's bad, I think it's going to be interesting bad. That's mm-hmm. like the, that's like the kind of like um artist I'm like I want to invest in is like even like I'm like guys like Ryan Murphy for some like like I'm I don't really care I'm not I won't be disappointed if anything you do is like bad to me I'm just interested in what's going on up there Mm creating like like what's what's your deal it's like yeah and and that's Ari Aster is that same way too um like, what the is fuck is he doing the... anything? Oh, right yeah, now? he's filming, like, he's coming out with like a three hour. Like, there was like this big thing where like A24 wanted to cut the movie down because like it was like four hours long as he had it. Um, but A24 wants to cut it down to like three, so like I don't know when it's gonna come out. It's like this big editing, process. is it he's,
0: Disappointment it, Boulevard? Yeah,
1: it's Disappointments Boulevard. It has Rocky Phoenix, and like, uh, personally, like. I I I I really love Hereditary. Midsummer is bullshit to me, uh, and all of his in his shorts to me are actual abominations. Like they are terrible. But I I'm genuinely not- interested in what the hell he's thinking. I don't really care if what he does is good. I just want to know what the fuck is your deal? That's what I want to know.
0: I respect that. Uh, Midsummer. I respect Midsummer for launching Florence Pugh's career because I've been sort of following her since Lady Macbeth, yeah. and I'm happy that she got the recognition. Yeah. To, I to think me she, la- to
1: me, she was the girl who played Paige first, and then the Midsummer girl. But yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um. But I don't know. Like Midsummer, I think everybody just sort of digs the aesthetic and. It it's sort of like a similar thing from my perspective as Dark Knight. People just like remember a few cool scenes with the Joker and forget that the whole film is like way too long and kind of boring.
1: Yeah, and the Midsomm- thing with Midsummer is just like it's 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 quite it's it's quite boring. And the thing about Midsummer is to me it was I saw it as a, a like a comedy. It was like a lot of it was really funny, but like also the the bits where. Ariaser wanted me, I think he wanted me to feel scared and emotionally invested, it just didn't work. I was just like, this is such
2: bullshit.
0: Yeah, but I think so. Sort of people really, I mean, I don't know. I, so when I think about Midsummer, I think like, oh, cool. Nice aesthetic. I enjoy Slavic. I mean, it's not Slavic, it's Scandinavian, but like, I enjoy sort of the yeah. aesthetic vibe of it. But like, I remember watching this film, I was like, this shouldn't be this long they should
1: drags and it's like like
0: like if it was it's not as
1: deep as you think it is and it's like
0: yeah it should have been like 90 minutes and it would have been fine i think
1: it should have been more like the wicker man honestly exactly that's like a grand journey through like it's a it's a, it's a it's a it's an insight into abusive relationships and grief. I'm like shut the. F- it's not that deep it's really not that deep the only instance where i do think it's that deep is hereditary the other one first of all Mitsumar is not that deep the shorts mm-hmm. are actual awful dog shit
0: what kind of shorts did he do i don't well, know it, the shorts it's
1: like they're they're like these like they're not really horror they're more like edgy comedy in the sense that, like, no, it's very morbid, it's like death, a uh, death pedophilia all over them. It's like similar morbid things that are in hereditary and midsummer, uh-huh. like very dark themes. But also, there's like this oh, there's always a huge punchline, and I'm like, this repulses me, but not the, in a good way. Not in he, the good way.
0: I can see that he did a short about Munchausen. Is oh, it yeah, Munchausen that, by proxy or Munchausen syndrome?
1: It's Munchausen syndrome, and, and um it's 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 that has a really bad punchline, and also oh, no
0: it says here that it's by proxy because you have i don't, syndrom-
1: I, don't I, I gotta be honest i don't know the difference I okay d-
0: so munchausen syndrome on its own is when you make yourself sick for sympathy munchausen by proxy is when you make someone oh, okay. under your care sick for sympathy
1: no it's it's by proxy yeah it's by proxy um uh and uh <laughs> uh and and like the other one the strange things about the johnsons is awful it's so bad it's like i know you were trying to do edgy comedy but it's like it's not it this is just repulsing like making me feel repulsed and not in a cool way like it's so bad but i'm genuinely so interested in what he does because like what the fuck is your deal that's what that's my that's what i would like to ask actually i had that uh, chance i saw him live uh like three years ago at with at the horror festival um mm-hmm. like a fun q a uh but in like, 1995
0: sydney johnson an acclaimed poet accidentally interrupts his 12 year old son is masturbating uh, no,
1: yeah, yeah i don't think I, i'll
0: be watching this
1: <laughs> no it's really bad i watched it out of morbid curiosity it's like it's like I, I people like it some people do like it because it's like it because of its like sense of humor and stuff but it's like this is just so I don't think it's in bad taste. I, it's the, the reason why I dislike it is it's not because it's in bad taste because like I like some things that are in bad taste, but it's it's just like this is just so edgy. There's like no artistic i see no artistic integrity behind this. You really just wanted to be an edgelord. that's all I see in it
0: <laughs> a new generation of uh, filmmakers in Hollywood, white lords, are <laughs> Ari and some.
1: Does it yeah, yeah. Seth Selephon's less of an edge more of like a an idiot who wants to be way smarter than he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. That's why he's interesting to me. And Ryan Murphy is just a psycho.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we won't be talking about yeah, any of these no, men no, no. today. Today, um we are going in Italian. I, I I don't think I can do an American Italian accent. I think I, I won't, every I won't time I do
1: it on the podcast because it could come out really wrong and I don't want to yeah. be embarrassed like that. Like
0: I feel like every time that I try, I just end up doing something that's, like, nothing, <laughs> just offensive. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it's, it doesn't even sound right. It's just, like, you can tell that I'm trying to do something, but it's not landing where it's supposed to do, so it's just that being... Anyway, today we are talking about two, sorry, three uh, Italian diaspora experience films. Uh, not
1: Goodfellas. Not, not good
0: fellas. Not
1: The Godfather.
0: No, Robert De Niro, or Al Pacino here today. Yeah. Yeah. Today, we're talking about Little Italy. Uh, mam Mambo Italiano and Kiss Me Guido.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> not yeah.
0: Not the sort of Italian diaspora experience films you probably will ever come across.
1: But the ones you probably need as well. Um, yes. So like, I I, I really, I don't know what, it, I can't rationally explain it, but I genuinely really enjoy, every time a movie is like about Italian mobs. I know this is a stereotype, but it's like, it's the way like some people do it. It's so fun to watch. And like, I just, I'm just so interested in like, their cultural traits and stuff i always find them so like interesting and endearing Um, do you know what
0: i think is funny sorry to cut in but you know what i think is funny you have that film um um deer hunter and you have predominantly americans of italian descent there in the main roles and Uh they all play americans of polish descent (laughs) oh okay and it's just so funny to me because like it's not that just they cast like any white looking actor they casted I think De Niro De Niro is there so like they cast like actors yeah
1: all actors that were in the Godfather essentially
0: Exactly like actors are known as Italians as as people of Polish descent and I'm like Okay
1: Okay <laughs> 365 days Um <laughs> uh but uh, like um but yeah and and also this so this one so that's kind of why this like triple feature i've i had been planning to watch these movies for like three years because like i i thought they'd just be really funny especially mm-hmm. like kiss me Guido and Mabu Italian. you you're telling me there are gay italian american slash italian canadian rom-coms like with like ex- with like and like the posters for these movies are all so funny because they just mm-hmm. like bang on all the Italian American stereotypes. And like, yeah. I just, I just, I just have to laugh. Like, it's fantastic. It turns out they're actually really fun. All of it's, these, all of these movies,
0: all of these free films. So we have Little Italy, which is the newest one. I think it came out like four years ago or something like that. Yeah, it, right?
1: four years ago. Uh,
0: it's very straight. It's very Italian. For sure. And it's very funny. It's uh, so, very
1: funny. It's also the most um, egregious one when it comes to stereotypes, but it's also the most preposterously fun one.
0: Yeah. So we have two main characters in Little Italy. We have Nikki, and we have Hayden Saxon.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Hayden Christensen from Star Wars in this movie. Uh, and he's old now and he plays an Italian-American with a very... Uh, Italian-Canadian, sorry. With a very... Um, yeah. It's, with, accent accent is, accent yeah with a very accent. Yeah, with a very accent. A very With accent. a very accent. Exactly. And I
0: love also that like Emma Roberts is in it as well. And she's just like
1: she is zero
0: effort zero like she's there
1: to hang out with people and i'm sure filming this movie was very fun it genuinely looks like it yeah emma roberts was not there to give effort she was there to hang out and she didn't even bother to put on an accent nothing
0: emma roberts like i'm really stand by this point she only puts an effort in ryan murphy things and everything else she does to have a paycheck to buy books with that's emma roberts career
1: like she's done so many movies i like but she it's like she's she's always doing the same performance like it's so funny like there's this movie nerve which i want us to watch
0: i like, already seen it some time ago
1: oh okay but like this is very funny this movie's so fucking funny but also like she's not trying she just like i i generally think like she's mostly there to like hang out yeah um, she's and I, I like the only the only things i've seen in definite like you said is a brian murphy project and like scream Four, and which is an also similar kind of role because she plays like a Flasher a villain mm-hmm. and um palo alto which is like probably her best performance genuinely
0: oh is it the giacopola film it's the
1: giacopola one yeah yeah paulo i i really love that movie actually mm, okay Go
0: check it out But yeah, no, I really think so because she also, you know, I I think she grew up on sets as well because both her her father and her other actors, obviously. And I think she really just like, I'm there to hang out, have my paycheck. She's a nepotism
1: kid who uses it for fun. And I really respect that. She's awesome. She's just like, she's so funny.
0: Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I love her.
1: Like, she's a queen of not. Applying any effort into your work, and I really respect
0: that. But at the same time, she's been working since she was like 12. She started with the show on Nickelodeon, so like at the same time, she's just like it's not like she hasn't been working and just like she's just true. Yeah, she's been working but like minimum effort just to get the paycheck, and I respect that. And I also I love her book club, it's very fun. Check it out.
1: Is it on is it like a YouTube thing?
0: Oh no, it's on Instagram. She has it with her friend, okay. They conduct interviews with different authors for each yeah. uh, month for oh. the book of the month. Yeah, okay. she's like, like I'm joking, but she's like a big reader, and I just like I really think like she, she does what she does to have the money to buy
1: books, and then she's yeah. like, I wonder, I wonder if like, I and I'm actually surprised she hasn't popped up on my Instagram feed because like I'm not on Instagram as much as i think you i'm really not as Mm -hmm. much on instagram but like lately i i i like i um liked one or two posts about book recommendations Mm -hmm. now my entire feed because of how fucked up the instagram algorithm is now like my entire feed is book recommendations of the same exact books over and over and it's like at this point i just have to laugh like this is generally funny like i opened instagram i'm gonna open it now and i can bet i can i can bet i'm gonna find pictures of books on some girl's bed
0: and the thing is also like that's sort of book communities for you online that's always the same 15 books
1: it's always the same books it's really funny okay uh explore pages there we go uh book recommend books i read in one sitting there you go exactly what i thought it was gonna be
0: yeah <laughs> uh, so like if you want to check out emma roberts uh, book club it's called Bella Trist. it's very fun she's she bella also has trist. been running it for like 10 <clears throat> years or something so um yeah
1: how is it spelled uh
0: bell like bell from twilight and then trist t-r-i-s-t
1: bell also, if you- or bell or bella it-
0: bell so oh, B- b-e e- double L- ah because it's bella and twilight <laughs> yeah.
1: Bella t- tre- trees. Um, oh um, i found it i found it yeah bellatrice yeah i found it. it has a nice fancy logo and everything
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. like she's been running for like a-, a long time and
1: okay. everything
0: like that's what she likes gonna... doing and then she just like I works really to have money those.
1: I really respect that. Yeah, because she I respect her because she is really not interested in like I don't think so and like genuine like prestige as an actress. She's not I don't think like at least for now, she's still relatively young. She's still pretty young. She's like 30 yeah. years old. But like she I don't think she's like she has like done anything for like for the Oscar or like that green like big um sort of artistic recognition. Like she's in Ryan Murphy projects and shit like a little Italy. <laughs> yeah. That's why, like, I, like it's so funny, like, people, like, how, like, they're all, they're all about the same age, and, like, people like Emma Stone went on to have, like, a big prestigious career, won an Oscar and everything like that. Emma Roberts, like, in the same year that Emma Stone, like, or, like, a year after Emma Stone won an Oscar, she's just like, yeah, let's go, but literally, fuck it, let's have fun with italian Americans. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I yeah, think literally, she... literally, uh, takes place in Toronto, right? Which I like. Yeah, which I, didn't I was really surprised. expect? I was thinking, oh yeah, it's gonna, yeah. obviously going to be New York. No, it's Toronto.
0: And it's also because, like, I know Hayden is. I think is Canadian American, right? But like, all the other people are American. So like, yeah. why set this film in Canada if you're only going to cast
1: Americans? I don't. Know. I don't know. Like, I mean, like Toronto is like one of the most multicultural cities in the world. Yeah. No, I mean, like,
0: I I love. I love it whenever a film is sort of set in a city other than New York and LA, don't get me wrong, but it's just like, it's it's bizarre to me that like, you, you're trying to make a film about the Italian Canadian experience and your cast Americans, <laughs> who are not even of Italian descent.
1: That just adds to it, honestly. Like, <laughs> part of the fun is seeing non-Italian-Americans do really bad Italian-American accents. Like, Hayden Christensen. Oh, man. I actually like Hayden Christians in this movie. I actually do think he's, like... I think he... Uh, opposite of Emma Roberts, I do think he put in some effort into, like, mm-hmm. being a charismatic, romantic lead and stuff. He was just really, like, applying himself to it. It was, like, so endearing. It's like, it's Little Italy. It's not rocket science, but you still try it. I respect yeah, that.
0: He's true. He also had a terrible dye job like that hair had no volume like it was just like this block of black (laughs) it's terrible like mix it with a little bit of red come on like it looked it looked so fake
1: yeah it's it's pretty funny but yeah what's the yeah the plot of this movie
0: okay so essentially we have two childhood friends whose fathers used to have a, a, a pizza parlor a pizzeria and then they won some competition and got in a huge fight. And so now the families are sworn enemies and they are competing who can sell more pizzas. Because the problem is here, you see, one of the fathers had, was very good at dough, but shit at so- at the sauce. And the other was shit at dough, but very good at the sauce. So like together they created the perfect pizza, but separate they are both relatively shit. Um, and so they're fighting... And Emma Roberts' character is kind of like, I'm sick of all the fighting. I'm going to London to become a chef. And she goes there, but then she has to come back to change her visa. And... um, this, this,
1: this, and, uh, and her and her childhood friend <laughs> fall in love. That's that's pretty much it. That's like a And they have,
0: like, something. also... But, like, what what is kind of funny, but kind of annoying about this film is that, like there's literally no (laughs) obstacle for them not to get together once they serve like sleep together for the first time Like it's made up problems it's 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 so funny
1: but but i can't complain about made up problems when the made up problem itself is a pizza competition like it's not even
0: that she's like oh you never change i'm just gonna be what one of the girls like girl he literally just making breakfast like (laughs) yeah
1: so so like oh yeah she's the girl who got away and she's like she doesn't identify herself with the people in L- Little Italy. I mean, while Hayden Christensen stayed with his family, uh, having this family rivalry with Amber Roberts' family the entire time. And, and she's like, I'm always going to stay in Little Italy. I have dreams of my own, but like, this is my family. This is ooh, pizza. Yes. This is my family's pizza. This means everything to me. Uh, and like, yeah, this is what I want. But also, um yeah, that's the that's the real obstacle. That's the only real obstacle. It's like, oh, you're so different from me. And like, Amber Roberts is like, but oh what's that line she says it's so funny that's why that's why you call it little little because, because things little never little change. change like what does that mean what does that mean <laughs>
0: uh, no no it's very funny um there's also a very very sweet subplot of the oh, grandparents yeah falling in love the grandparents from
1: the opposite family so like it's not i like how the 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 real impossible love isn't between emma roberts and hayden creation the real like sort of Romeo juliet thing yeah. is between like the grandparents and yeah that was really sweet one of it them was, it was, very was played cute. by uh Danny aiello and uh uh, and actually, one of his last roles. I'm he seemed he seemed to have like a blast doing this. He's just having fun, and also, um, and the, the pizzeria, so- like one of the pizzerias of his family is called Sal's Pizzeria, which is the same name it has his pizza, his character's pizzeria in yeah. Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing, which is like really cool homage. Of like, I did not expect this shitty rom com to have an homage to Do the Right Thing, which is one of my favorite movies. But I'm very glad to see it.
0: And also, I have to set the record the record straight. I misled you. So, the, the love interest of Steve Martin in the second season of Only Murders in the Building is not played by Jane Seymour, by, but by Andrea Martin, the girl that plays the the grandma. That's his oh, okay. 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 love interest. Sorry. I okay. misled you. <laughs> to be fair, she's only in, like, two scenes the whole season. So, like, I... Okay. You
1: know. Okay.
0: Oh, and also, the girly like a very funny like useless bit so both of the parlors have an additional worker both of whom are of indian descent and they're just oh that's they're...
1: stereo that's a stereotype for you Oof, <laughs> Oof
0: yeah And sort of it's, a ta- it's
1: stereotypes for everything it's a ta- it's ta- it's a talent stereotypes it's indian stereotypes yeah. it's gay but... stereotypes fantastic
0: <laughs> fantastic we are in stereotypes heaven but the girly that plays um the sal's pizza no no no, no. um no which one is which
1: i don't remember i but she okay. works for one of them and like yeah, there are two characters that work yeah. for the pizzerias yeah
0: and uh, so she's in sex place of college girls which is fantastic and i was very happy to see her because she's yeah, very it's... funny
1: getting shafted from by hbo or sometime or something I
0: like know. i so, so i'm following uh pauline chalamet on instagram right and she's in it and like they wrapped the season two some time ago i think like a week ago and like she made this like huge story where she thanked like everybody in the crew and everything and like it we had like this vibe of like we know that this is gonna be the end
1: but also yeah. like do we even know if it's actually gonna come out despite all being filmed it's like I it's mean, crazy because like Batgirl girl was completely thrown that's out that's
0: so fucked up like you can't just
1: just drop it you have it there just drop it just drop it no it's not even marketing you don't even need marketing it's Batgirl. girl like people are gonna watch it just drop it
0: i would Whatever. watch it like it has also, doesn't it have like Michael Keaton in it as well? Like, as ba- yeah,
1: people are gonna wanna see that. Like, it's Michael Keaton as Batman. That's like iconic. I would yeah. see that.
0: It's so, and it's also just like so, so evil and disrespectful to everybody who works on these so projects. It's so evil. Like, also, like them just pulling cartoons left and right as if like animation didn't take like years to complete. And it's like, yeah
1: you can watch oh, yeah, it anywhere bye, no. yeah like,
0: and it's like Man, uh, fuck,
1: what the fuck's going on
0: like and it's so sad because i think like a month ago before all this went down we talked about how hbo is like the best one and oh like, no it's
1: the worst one it's
0: the worst one it's
1: the biggest offender
0: it's like guillotine at this it point. used to be
1: the best one because like uh, it that's very good. They produce like very good quality control for their TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also, also had like, like very diverse content as well. They had, like they had they have good movies on there on HBO Max yeah. from what I see. Um, yeah,
0: and like because like with Netflix, like it's like two no, very... no, no quality control, no quality, control, well. and also like it's more or less always like one of the two things. Like it's you you can sort of know what to expect from Netflix, even though they ha- there is no quality control, and it's like always more or less the same thing but like with HBO we had like a diverse sort of styles of filmmaking and also topics and it's just it's all worked it's all worked now so
1: I mean like yeah the most popular things are gonna are gonna stay there because they bring on they bring money (laughs) but also like
0: no but like they're thinking of like murking um our flags mean means death which was like hugely popular
1: like canceling like, or just like taking it off, like
0: taking it off. No, like from what I've seen, they are planning so on weird. keeping things that are made for HBO.
1: Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like like that's Euphoria, Prestige. Succession. Yeah.
0: But things that are made for HBO Max are like on a line. Like there, there's no knowing whether they're, they're gonna it's keep it or people, not.
1: People, it's so weird. People liked it. People like HBO Max. It was like beloved.
0: It's like it's what the really,
1: hell is going on. It's so they, weird
0: it's literally messing with things that have not been broken like it was working people liked it a lot like people what was the reason what was the reason for Tax this fucking... right
1: off like it really is just tax write. i'm like it's...
2: come on oh if here. we
1: if we don't release this we don't have, any, have to pay any taxes which means you get more money like is that it
0: like but also like do you really not have enough money? You have fucking Dune, like you have DC. Surely, you can pay your taxes. Warner, like...
1: Warner Bros. Like it's like new leadership. I think so that's why it's like yeah, because because kind of, yeah. there
0: was a there was a merger and then like all the shit went down. So yeah,
1: there was a merger between like Discovery yeah. and uh, whatever, whatever. Business and also,
0: you know, like you know me, I love how it's made. I love mythbusters, but like, who the fuck cares about Discovery? <laughs>
1: i mean because it's like yeah because that's the thing it's cheap and by allying all the the hbo audience with the the cheap content that's on there and just keep making more of it they pretty much think they're gonna like retain the same subscribers and make things for cheaper i think that's what they're trying to, to say but just stupid but yeah
0: man anyway a Little Italy, is little anything... italy
1: yeah little italy is like it is one of the most cliched, most, like, stereotypical. Everything in this movie is a stereotype in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's actually crazy. But here's the thing. I had a blast. I was, like, laughing It was so ass funny. off the entire like, time. If
0: you have the right mindset for that kind of a film, it's like, because I tried to watch it before. Uh, and, like, I just wasn't in the right mindset to appreciate it. You I didn't, was just get, like,
1: it. You didn't yeah, get it. You
0: didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Um, and I complained to you about it and you were like, Oh my god, there are those three Italian films uh, Italian uh, North American Italian films I wanna see. And Rutilita is one of them. And I was like, Okay, I think like if we do it for the podcast, I'm gonna have the right mindset. And I did this time around, and I really enjoyed it because it's, it's just really
1: funny. And I think it the yeah. fact that like the script is like the most basic shit you can possibly think of. Seriously, there's like an airport scene at the end. It's crazy. It's like blatant. It's so like Ooh. like if you have no patience for this shit i think you're you might hate this movie more than anything but also like yeah. you, need, you need to have the right mindset and it's perfect for that yeah um exactly like so many like also like,
0: the fake music like it's really giving oh, right. you 365 days in terms of fake music like it's I, I, like
1: it's all like 365 days music that would only play in like an h&m store and shit yeah. like that just fake stuff that would be on to pad out spotify playlists but all of a sudden this is one of the funniest things i've ever seen like when uh uh in christian and roberts have this like a big romantic walk and they're like yeah we're friends again and i was like there's tension between us they play there's nothing holding me back by sean Mendes. like no that's portuguese canadian that's not italian that's not italian canadian get your shit right but also i laughed so hard because you just played the entire song you actually like paid for the rights of like this specific song it's so fucking I feel. Fun.
0: i feel like that song was uh, like one fourth of their budget for sure
1: <laughs> we got we gotta have the sean mendes song. We, we, we gotta, gotta
0: have, have the have sean mendes song like, mm-hmm. it's
1: uh and uh um yeah uh, what is that i i love that this movie ends with a pizza competition it's like who has the best pizza is it this family is this family and representing it, it's emma roberts and aiden Christianism? like they love each other but also like they have different mindsets and different philosophies of cooking and it's like the pizza it's like it's the best it's fucking sick Everyone a pizza competition
0: and i also love how like at the sort of height of the competition emma switches the sauces so the uh so character wins. Yeah. wins and then she's just like he wins and she's just like pulls out of suitcase out of nowhere. and like Oh just yeah, leaves that was hilarious,
1: the right? So they're having this big competition, middle of Little Italy's, like all of Little Italy's there to see it and everyone says like right okay i'm gonna switch the sauces i know i'm gonna win because i'm a superior chef I'm gonna let you have it and you know what i have a cab right here right after this bullshit ends i have a cab right here prepared i had my suitcase i'm ready to go back to london i'm
0: going to london to but be then a
1: chef. just goes to the airport you already know the rest it's so i've funny.
0: changed
1: little literally can change like
0: and she's like and then she leaves for a second and they're like, Oh no, she's going to London. It's like, What? I had to take my suitcase.
1: Oh man. Oh man. This
0: Fantastic. Is... Comedy it's... of the year, really.
1: No, this is this is a really funny movie. Like like it's out of the three, it's probably like the worst one is since that like that's like has like the least like artistic integrity or artistic, like, imp- but also yeah. it's the funniest one. It I had so much fun watching this movie. The
0: mambo Italiano is also very funny, but we're gonna come
1: to that yeah, 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 yeah. In a
0: second, but I think like the difference is that Little Italy is funny because it's trying to do something else, and it's just like that the, the final outcome is very funny. Whereas yeah. mambo Italiano, I think like it w- it was aiming at being funny
1: yeah and mambo italian is like genuinely like a very seems like a very personal project despite how Mm -hmm. goofy it is like there's a very like i was crying by the end it was no it's so yeah we'll get to this meeting's gonna end so i'm gonna create a new one and we're gonna talk about mambo italian but like yeah no like um uh Little Italy is a type of movie. Like it's like the perfect goofy rom com if you're in the right mindset. That's my recommendation. Mm-hmm. If you want to see Emma Roberts not trying at all, but also having a lot of fun, and the Star Wars guy doing a fake Italian accent, which is the best. <laughs> but like the other two are like more. I think they're better, but less yeah. fun in a way. But also, all of these three are worthwhile. So I'm trying to say, and I'm gonna in the meeting.
0: Okay, I'm gonna eat something in the okay. meantime.
1: And eating for all. Boom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, sorry. Just before we move <laughs> to Mabu Italiano*, I I just uh remembered something. One of my funniest, one of my favorite funniest bits in uh, *Little Italy* was that running joke they have throughout the movie, where it's like, "Oh, what's in this sauce?" Like the the opposite, like the the competing terms, are like "What's in this sauce?" It's like "Nani," it's Nanya sauce. What's "Nani"? They're like, "None of your business." Like, <laughs> yeah, this. <laughs> They say it like three times it's the best. Also, that time where we... I mean
0: it's it's they finished the film on that line.
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, th- there's also that time where they uh put weed in the sauce of the competing family's wig, uh wig. Why why say wig? I'm because I'm looking at a wig online. Pizza. Are you buying uh, a wig? No, I'm not buying a wig. i I no I was I I have like the the Zoom window. Uh, open, but like on a tiny, t- like a tinier window, it was like on Twitter, there was somebody putting on a wig. So that's why uh, I was like, I
0: thought you were buying a wig.
1: N- not as we, I'm not buying a wig as we are, um, uh, zooming. No, it's like the, tw- the Twitter window is still open. Mm. Okay, let me close okay. it. Okay, pizza, not wig, pizza. They put, uh, we, no, they put weed.
0: Yeah, instead in- of ore- oregano, instead of oregano, oregano, uh, oregano.
1: They put weed in the pizza, and I love it because, like, one, it's a really bad tactic because, like, weed makes people hungry. And whenever I smoked weed, all I wanted to do is eat more pizza, so it's gonna have it's gonna backfire. Like, people are gonna want to buy more pizza from the competing families. I think it's Uh, because illegal i know but also it's like it's like people are gonna want to buy more pizza it's it's terrible it's terrible strategy but also i love how after eating the the weed-laced pizza the the people are like so lit they're like partying like no that's not what weed does like people are acting drunk or on cocaine exactly like, people weed, are like weed jumping doesn't... and like being super hyper like weed no weed doesn't do that <laughs> that's weed not is how a depressant, works.
0: right like it lowers your perception of everything
1: no 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 it like no it like it like whenever i smoked weed, i was like yeah it's literally just like makes you more relaxed and makes you not i mean that's move.
0: what i mean by a depressant doesn't yeah, i didn't mean yeah. it like as a makes you depressed but it sort of like slows down your nervous system that's like because you you, ha- you can have medication that's that you know makes you more attentive makes you hyper for example cocaine that's not a medication but you know what i mean and yeah. weed sort of slows everything down People exactly just like, exactly have the-
1: it just it just makes it just makes you more relaxed like if you're if you're on weed if you're high like you're not gonna you're not gonna want to be jumping around being super hyper that's like exactly. that's not how weed works
0: i mean you I don't know if you've ever met sort of people who smoked a lot of weed when they were teenagers, but like Oh yeah. It impacts the way they speak. They speak slower and they slur a uh-huh. lot because sort of uh-huh. it depressed their nervous know. system so I, much.
1: I've, I know I know how people like that. Like, I know.
0: Yeah. And it's, and like, it's like, it's
1: not, but like literally, literally in the minds of the, the filmmakers, <laughs> they're like, all the people are like screaming. I mean, they couldn't, like...
0: they couldn't put cocaine in the pizza, you know, that would, yeah. that would be good fellas. <laughs> and, also,
1: also, and also we uh, we get the the Aiden Christensen trying to pronounce oregano in his Italian-American accent. So he just goes like, did you put the, did you this is weed this is not oh, toregado like, oh, man this is oh that accent is not great
0: <laughs> no but mambo italiano yeah
1: mambo italiano which
0: stars stars look kirby which... i didn't
1: know who this guy was so but, uh, yeah
0: he's in the canadian act, act- actress it's no actor um i mainly know him from the marvels versus mazel where he plays amazingly Lenny Bruce. And so because of that role, I really love him. And I think he's great in this as well. And he really is giving the same energy as Timmy and Milo. Milo meaning the guy that plays Jess Mariano in Gilmore Girls. Like there's a similar twink acting school. Is
1: his his name in Gilmore Girls Jess Mariano? Yeah. Oh, so he's Italian. Yeah. Oh, Okay. (laughs) Because you were telling me, oh, oh, Milo never played uh, an Italian American. Like, oh, so Jess is Italian. I
0: mean, like technically, but like you know, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Beyond just a character name, like yeah, he never yeah. played a Guido or exactly, like exactly,
1: exactly. Okay, that's yeah. what
0: I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so it's Mabu about Italiano. It's Mabu... it's less
1: goofy. It's, no, it's 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 really goofy, but it's less like it's less little Italy. Mm-hmm. And more of like a, a genuinely like emotional movie that's also very funny at the same time. Yeah, I'd and
0: say. it's very stylized. Style. I'm very hungry. Stylized. Stylized. Yeah. yeah, like it. It looks like a like Speed Racer, but it looks like Spy Kids.
1: Like not so much in like the second half of the movie, but mm-hmm. like as the movie is like introducing the characters and like who angelo blake by luke kirby is and the fact that um like yeah it's like the backstory is like he comes from italian american italian canadian um a family very very like traditional very conservative and uh, he's gay and he's like just this whole beginning montage like sort of explaining that and uh and that entire montage is sort of like assembled like speed racer it, it's edited like speed racer and there's this like hyper like stylized like this hyper like expressive um shots of like whenever they show the how the family house There's like thunder and like these like computer generated old computer generated because this is the early 2000s like uh imagery of like thunder and it's like it looks like spy kids it looks like speed racers sometimes not so much the, the the latter half yeah uh but like i guess that's what made the first half of this movie feel much longer than it is because it moves so fast
0: it was so so it much was,
1: information. In it like was 20 moving minutes. at
0: a, like a neck breaking speed. And I was yeah. like very you, shocked that we were only like half an hour in.
1: Yeah, the, it's like all of you get so much plot in those 30 minutes that the rest of the movie is just like more, you know, ponderous and more emotional. More of an because emotional I think journey, like, like slower. But the first 30 minutes, like there's a lot to pack. There's a lot to pack in. Because I think like
0: the first act could be. As, like there's enough story there where it could it could easily be a movie on its own. Yeah, so it's like yeah. It's just like an introduction into like what happens later in this film. Okay, so essentially we have Luke Kirby who is playing Angelo. He's gay. He moves out and he uh, reconnects with an old childhood friend, Nino, who's a bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: not a <laughs> homosexual. He's a bisexual.
0: Bisexual. And they enter a relationship and sort of a few months in, Angelo is like ready to come out. He's ready to speak his truth. But Nino is not. He's kind of struggling with internalized homophobia. And also Nino is a police officer. So like there's um there's this pressure for him to uphold. Like
1: hyper-masculine. And be yeah. Like that traditional masculine self. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, um, spoiler alert, Angelo does come out. And he also sort of drags Nino out from the closet with him by sort of so blurring out already. to his parents yeah, are like yeah, yeah. we live in together real lovers I'm gay and then sort of the the conflict of the film oh my god there is our there are military aircrafts flying suspiciously there's remote. at the
1: same time there's literally a plane flying in your mouth actually soon so yeah
0: yeah um and so the 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 emotional um, conflict of the film is the two men who are struggling to accept themselves while simultaneously not being accepted by their families who are very yeah. like you said very conservative very traditional italian and what i'm and what i really love about this film is that even though it's like very goofy and hyper stylized it at the same time there is like this Emotional reality to it, and I really like the ending that, like, Angelo does not end up with Nino, though, like, it, yeah, just, yeah, that. And he doesn't even try to, like, you know, convince him, no, be with me instead. It's very like, non
1: rom commy about it, yeah, yeah.
0: He's very much, I deserve to be with somebody who's like happy to be seen with me in public and like do the work with my parents to be accepted, yeah. and that's just so lovely to see him, no, like to put in the work to like choose somebody who's proud
1: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um and I, I thought that was a great subversion of expectations because like in the beginning it's also hyper it's also funny and it's like you'd expect like oh these two childhood friends much like um Emma Roberts and Ian Christensen little Italy oh it's again yeah. two childhood friends a group literally diverging life paths but now they're coming together again and they're gonna be a couple by the end but it's no like all of this really takes place in like the first 30 minutes um it's a lot um and it, I, I like how it supports your expectations um with that and also the movie becomes more of like a a personal acceptance journey for both guys especially uh mm-hmm. Angelo and I guess this movie I, I, I like um I was surprised like beforehand I didn't know this but like as I was watching it it's like has it seems like a really personal move forever made it's like based on a play by mm-hmm. like the the per- like and the person who wrote the play, um, based this movie on his life story, uh. So it's I was like, yeah, it's too specific. It's too it feels too personal, to be to not be just some throwaway Hollywood. But the movie. guy is
0: not Italian Canadian, right? He's French Canadian.
1: The guy who directed it, uh. But I think the playwright, the playwright ah. is Italian American. Let me just check, actually. Um so
0: I thought the director
1: and the writer were the same person. Uh let me let me just check if the playwright and the yeah, screenplay by Steve Gagliuccio. Yeah, it's an Italian uh, guy. Yeah, okay. it's an Italian-Canadian okay. guy. Who wrote and then the screenplay was adapted by this French Canadian director. Yeah. Okay. Also, gotcha, like gotcha. the director of Little Italy, sort of like it's like it's like Thanos collecting not the Marvel <laughs> reference, but it's like Thanos collecting like the five stones, and he's like um collecting movies like. Making movies from all different diasporas in Can Canada and America because he also did, uh, uh, Portuguese
0: Americans and Mystic Pizza. Yeah,
1: Mystic Pizza, Portuguese Americans. That's coming soon.
0: And it's also with Julia Roberts.
1: And yeah, Julia Roberts plays a Portuguese lady, which is something to behold. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, but they
0: don't because I already seen Mystic Pizza and they don't speak Portuguese at all. It's ah, just like
1: okay, okay, ah, they just. Okay. You just they play have portuguese.
0: portuguese names and that's it
1: it's like that would also be a fun double feature in the sense that like so literally is about pizza and mystic pizza about pizza and both about the we decided to go the opposite direction do yeah. all italian but then the, there's will be a future one where it's all portuguese
0: or <laughs> portuguese americans portuguese
1: americans yeah 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 um but but yeah, like uh, the the rest of the movie is essentially like this personal journey of acceptance from, from Angelo, and uh, it's really it's not like a very serious like drama. It's like it's, it's a comedy. It's essentially a comedy, but there's like this emotional touch to it yeah. that I found genuinely good, like in an op like a different way that I found it little literally fun.
0: Yeah, and I also just sort of love um the parents, you know, because like uh. I love that one scene when okay so spoiler alert Angela and Nino break up and Nino because he c- can't re-rectify his hyper masculine the expectations of him to be hyper masculine would serve his bisexuality such homosexuality who knows he never comes out and so he starts dating this girl and they get engaged and they want to be married and um because you know diasporas they tend to be somewhat um,
1: self-contained in that sense, self-contained, like yeah, married exactly. from the same, yeah.
0: And so, also everybody is invited, including the parents of Angela. And I, I love how like that the mother you know, like wants to boast, like I cured my son. You still are stuck with a homosexual son, and they're like
1: nino's mom was hilarious because at first it's like oh nino i accept you i accept you no like you you want to do mortal sins with your life i don't care i still love you and she's like cackling like a maniac when, when like, she marries a girl like ha, 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 he married the girl yeah.
0: but like going back to that confrontation the moment like they because like at that point in the film, the are very much not accepting of Angelo's homosexuality in terms of his his choice to be very open about it. And but like in that like single second like Italian competitiveness, like Trump's oh, yeah. homophobia, and they're like, I Oh no, that. our son is like the gayest there is. He's like, a new
1: boyfriend. Oh, but Nina's mom is like, Oh, my son's doing way better than yours. Your son is down in the dumps, he's single, he doesn't know what to do. And he's, he's
0: like, he doesn't live with you. I was like, he's an adult. Where he's supposed to live? With parents? No.
1: <laughs> and the parents are like, oh, yeah, he's gay. But like, oh, no, your, my son's gayer and better than yours. It's like the competitive spirit is like awesome. Well, the dad is played by uh, Italian-American legend Paul Sorvino, R A P Paul Sorvino. But he's amazing in this movie, too. Um, and yeah, like, I love the parents as well. Yeah, Uh, and
0: also like it's funny, but because I do think that sort of single scene was an important emotional breakthrough for them as well. Like it's played for laughs, but like I think like it's a turning point.
1: Yeah, it's it's like something clicks. I'm like, like no, my son matters way like, and our pride in our son matters way more than the fact that he's gay. It's like it just clicks. It's like no, I like I don't I don't want to be I don't want our son to be like any other son. I like our son the way he is. Like whatever, you know. Yeah, Yeah. uh, I like that. Um and uh a uh, 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 fun like diversion in the second half after they break up and everything i love the gay helpline subplot
0: i love it as well so, it's like at so cool. the beginning
1: of the movie you see angelo like it's like the framing device for the opening montage Angelo's is mm-hmm. telling his story to the audience but also to the gay helpline this like this is like gay helpline how can i help you and all you see is this is this like hyper stylized wall art uh <laughs> like very early 2000 very y2k that's just like it, like it looks like the back, like the the um, the desktop background for like a computer, but it just says in the background like "gay helpline." It was just like, yeah, that's Cam. That's Cam. That's.
2: Uh, I also
0: sort of like um love that sort of because he wants to volunteer there because he does yeah. he feels too shy and introverted to go to any other sort of um gay yeah, spaces gay in the village. And yeah, but, yeah, and but he sort of wants to meet other gay people, right? But I also love sort of how there's a montage where he's like for like where he volunteers and he tries to talk to people on the phone and help them. And through that, he's forced to sort of reckon with his own internalized homophobia. But at the same time, it's just funny. <laughs> that
1: was just very well written, I thought. Like, it was yeah. just a very good subplot to, to, to add in the, at this point of the story. Because, like, he, he goes, yeah, like you said, he wants to meet other gay people, but he's like, he's terrible at first. He's awful at helping people at first. He's just like, uh, people come to him with genuine with issues, and and uh, he's just like, oh yeah, oh fuck you! I went through that too. Like, what what makes you think you're better than me? And he's like, no, you're terrible at this. But he's also like, this it, it's like the turning point where he's like started to be more proud of himself. Uh, I thought that was very clever. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I I like the 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 point where he's talking to this to this gay woman. And and they're and at some point the woman is actually helping him. So it's like the yeah. reverse gay helpline. It's like great.
0: It's fantastic, yeah. And I don't know. It's just such a. It's just such a lovely movie. And I just serve. I love also the ending when serve. Yeah. He and his boyfriend are working hand in hand with his mom, like proudly through the, through the neighborhood, and like you can serve. You can you can see that like. It's a little bit awkward for everybody, but like it's just such a like heartwarming moment of like everybody trying and like you know yeah yeah
1: yeah and, and then and, and, uh, and then you I have love the end I love the actual like ending of the story arc from yeah from Edge Look's like he also wants to be a TV writer because that's uh, a big part of him is like uh of him accepting that he's gay and realizing that he's gay was through watching TV so he always dreamed of being a TV writer and by the end he like by like with a lot of uh after a lot of failures he gets like and I gets actually gets something made. Uh I and, and I guess that's how it becomes actually autobiograph- autobiographical because it's like I, I guess it would be the same for the playwright who did who who wrote the play that this movie is based mm-hmm. on. Um, and 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 like it's just a, a very a very heartwarming conclusion to this story, of like he he is really is a story of like it's not really a love story. It's more of a, a story of like self acceptance and. I think it's a, it's, it's a love
0: story, but it's a love story between sort of a child and parents. Yeah, yeah, than yeah. A romantic yeah. Love story. It's about
1: like self love and also like a family learning to, to, to love their son in a different in different ways and sort of like evolving and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But I also love sort of the closing lane when you have the two no- noisy like neighbors or like, I don't know, people from the diaspora is like, I think so he could have gotten like a nice Italian boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, like by the end of the film it's more, so it's more outrageous that he's dating a guy who's not Italian-Canadian than yeah. that he's dating a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like I do think it's a generally very good movie. I would recommend it in a different sense that I would recommend Little Italy. Yeah, I think
0: um, Little Italy is the kind of a film that I'm going to only recommend to, like, specific people that watch movies. Like, yeah, you, need it's, it's, have, like a... you need
1: to have, like, You need to unlock a certain level of goofiness. Because, like, Little Italy is preposterous. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, but, but I really
0: think more people should should watch Mambo should Italiano. Watch it, cause it just
1: really is that... Yeah, because, like, I really do think more people should watch Little Italy because it is that goofy. Like, you, you mm-hmm. need to, to laugh the same way I laughed at the movie. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Mambo Italiano is generally a very sweet little indie movie that I think more people should check out. Actually, yeah, yeah. About and yeah. know how and and this one we touched less on the Italian American stereotypes because it doesn't really like at some point it, it does feel... it does have Italian American Italian American stereotypes like the accents are very very prominent like all the yeah. cultural stuff is there but like it's not. The joke it, is not on it, like little Italy. It's fine yeah, thinking.
0: it feels more. sort of like it is stereotypical, but it feels like still somewhat representative of of the culture that like, like because I feel like what's interesting about a lot of about about a lot of diasporas, especially the ones that are very isolated, like also in like a geo- geographical sense, like when you have like blocks, they're just like Chinatown, little Italy, you know, like where it's yeah very isolated. I do think that because of the nature of how people interact and sort of because of the nature of them sort of essentially being cut away from their original culture at the moment when they emigrate, it can be become in itself very stereotypical because like it, it, it can't like the Italian culture that they have can't really evolve with time because they're no longer in Italy. So they're trying to like desperately hold on to, to what they've known there because mm-hmm. like they experienced this this culture clash. Right. So that's why I think there's even the saying that like um people tend to remember the country that they left in the decade that they left it. And like they don't really think about that the culture there could have changed because like they are yeah. stuck with what they Um, they're left with With,
1: what they left and and that's like kind of how sort of like even in a more realistic portrayal of italian american diaspora and not just a stereotypical like it's still it's still like old-fashioned and still very traditional because that's the way they left it yeah i get your point yeah
0: and also like there's a bigger sort of i think when you leave and also especially when you leave to a country that's somewhat hostile to you which i imagine like you know there has been, like, a lot of, ser- like, hostility towards Italian immigrants for a very long time in North America. I think you sort of cling on to that original culture that much mm-hmm. more, where it, to a certain extent it will become hyperbolic. Whereas, like, if you stay, for example, in a cult- uh, in a given culture that you've always been around with, it's much more easier for you to have, a, like, a very distant relationship to it. Because, like... Mm-hmm. You somewhat are around what's familiar, and you don't feel that there's any hostility towards you because of like what you've known yeah, since yeah, childhood. Yeah, If
2: you,
1: if yeah, if you only stay within that bubble, you know. it's like Emma Roberts says. Like that's why they call it the literally yeah, things never, never change. <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense, Emma Roberts.
0: Exactly, Emma Roberts. Thank you. Um, but yeah, but yeah, we, I, think,
1: uh, I think I think I'm we have need to yeah. need to go now, but. Uh,
0: We're still going to talk about one more movie, uh, Kiss Me Guido, which is surprisingly not in Canada. We go into America. No, no it's a,
1: this one's actually Italian American. We finally do a movie in New York.
0: <laughs> New York.
1: New York City, the Bronx. <laughs> the Bronx. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway. Third part coming in like literal seconds by the time this podcast comes out. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Mama Italiano. This moment. Italian Mama I- Next up is. Uh, Kiss Me Guido,
0: okay. So three seconds later, only three seconds have passed between that previous bit and now. And let's talk about Kiss Me Guido, our last Italian masterpiece that is overlooked yeah. by the general public.
1: I feel like this one isn't as like colorful and fun as the other two. It's certainly not as like manic and insane as Little Italy. Uh, but I do, did think it was like kind of a sweet little indie movie it's a cute movie still it's like it's very 90s new york it's very like great it's very gritty it mm. feels like a it feels like it feels like a made for tv movie it's actually odd that it got a theatrical release because it's actually a very small one because this movie is very little seen and only weirdos that look for movies that with titles like kiss me guido actually watch it, it but actually, like
0: the film yeah. also feels more like a sitcom, like a season of yeah. a sitcom, and like one go, like even the title was very sitcomy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's like someone, it's it feels like ninety minutes of like a compilation on YouTube. It was like, uh, Kiss Me Guido season one, uh, uh, a like sort of best moments compilation, chronological order or something like that.
2: mm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, like like a fan cam of Kiss Me Guido, like. Right, oh, all my favorite moments together mashed up. Yeah, in yeah, a-
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like there would be a lot of fan cams between, like, of uh, Warren, the characters Warren and um. And Frankie. Oh, Frankie. They, yeah, yeah. Those the guys. I are, mean, they, they I'm. in question. Both
0: of us have been on Tumblr. We know what the straight girlies do with bromances on Tumblr. Like that would have been shipped.
1: Yeah, to, yeah.
0: To the end of the world.
1: I, and like. Yeah, this one, it, it, I was thinking it would be, like, another gay romance movie, uh, like Mambo Italiano. And even Mambo Italiano wasn't a gay romance movie by the end. It was just, like, a movie that had a gay relationship in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kiss Me Guido, since I, I actually thought this was going to be, like, a trashy gay romance from, like, 90s New York and stuff. But actually, wasn't that, it's like, a very sweet story about friendship?
0: Yeah, it's a bromance like in yeah, the most genuine yeah. way
1: yeah so what's this this movie about okay essentially so,
0: essentially so we have Frankie the titular Guido who's just very very Italian american yeah he's a guido
1: it's like he's the, the guido stereotype
0: yeah and he dreams of becoming an actor like al Pacino and robert de niro and he keeps quoting scenes from films by Martin Scorsese all the time, especially Raging Bull. And but he as a as a Guido he still lives with his parents. And at the very beginning of the film, he catches his brother making out with his fiance, who's the, the actress that plays the fiance is also on the boys 20 years later. <laughs> um important facts yeah
1: very small indie role from future boy star i mean she's yeah. not
0: even a star she's yeah she has a recurring role in okay. scene one and then like her head gets blown up at the beginning of season two so like not even a star
1: oh <laughs> i think i've seen that scene because like at work I, I think i saw a video that i wasn't supposed to see because it was probably for or graphic violence, but like mm. there is this like scene from The Boys where someone's head gets completely blown up, and like oh, I this mean, is The Boys, okay, that's cool.
0: There is a lot of that in season two. Like that's the that's a theme.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh. Anyway, so he finds out that his fiance cheated on him, and because it was with his brother, and he, you know, his brother obviously also lives with his parents in the Bronx. Uh, he decides that he has to move away. He has to move out, go into the city. That's the only way he can make it as an actor. And by not understanding gay code, he mistakes gay white male for guy with money.
1: So, so, so he- G GWM was with um, Warren, the the actual gay character in this movie. Um, like puts on the ad for for the for the room listing for like the housemate listing so it's like gwm which is like you know for those in the know it's gay white male but frankie being the guide of that he is like gwm yeah i'm a guy with money yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then he goes there and there's like misunderstandings and so but essentially out of the convenience they decide to um stick um with one another as roommates for the time being even though one is a guido the other one is gay and both g's are unacceptable to uh <laughs> two of the guys i
1: don't know. it's like it's 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 a very it's very much like it's a such a sitcom setup because it's like oh a misunderstanding leads to uh two guys who don't like for our polar opposites being a roommate, like oh, yeah. what's what's gonna happen here? Here's a gay guy. He loves Broadway and Julie Andrews. Also a Guido who loves Stallone movies and, and uh going to the gym and uh, uh seducing the broads, as they say.
0: The bro, the chicks. Is it- I I might just be stupid, but I did not realize that Stallone was italian american
1: (laughs) oh it's clearly that you haven't seen rocky then because like that's i mean i have seen
0: i have seen the first rocky
1: oh you have
0: yeah with my dad like oh
1: i didn't know that because i thought we were gonna see the entire entire series from scratch
0: i haven't seen the entire series i only seen the first film it was fun
1: but Um, he was only he was called the italian stallion in that movie
0: if I'm being honest, I half like slept for the first Rocky. <laughs> so it's kinda like That
1: makes sense. Yeah. I remember that makes sense. He's I remember- so retaliating Rocky.
0: I remember he has a girlfriend. I remember he runs up those stairs. I remember the soundtrack. I remember that Creed is in it. Like the Apollo
1: Creed, yeah. Yeah. yeah that- the main antagonist.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I remember that I think he loses as well, which he I does. thought was a
1: he does, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, he he was born. Michael Sylvester Gardenzio Stallone was oh, born in, yeah, in the Sta- house kitchen.
1: To me, Stallone was all. It's like even it's Stallone, but like with very American way, but it's Stallone. It's like very <laughs> Italian. Yeah,
0: the elder son of Fra- Francesco Frank Stallone Sr., a hairdresser and beautician. Yeah,
1: yeah, like he's Stallone, is so Italian. he's like I I love that the the sort of like, uh, how they built Frankie. <laughs> As, like, this, like, he's, like, he, he wants to be an actor, so he studies the greats. He studies De Niro, so studies Pacino, always quoting, like, Scorsese movies. He's, like, like, the first time we see him working at the, the shop that he works at, he's, like, hey, you talking to me? Oh, yeah, wise guy. Oh, it's, like, quoting classic lines, but deep down, it's, like, you know what? I know the better actors are De Niro and, uh, and Pacino, but you know what? I, I really want to be like Stella was like yeah that's such a Guido thing to say.
0: Stellan had his first starring role in the softcore pornography feature from the party at Kitty and Studs.
1: I knew that. I actually want to see that. Like I'm I'm morbidly curious. I am um, so
0: fascinated by this man right now because no, I knew he wrote Rocky. Oh so yeah, like...
1: he was like this guy like the the myth of Stallone is like an actor down in the dumps like didn't know what he was going to do going to do but like he wrote he wrote Rocky. And like everything took off for him, that's like the myth. That's why he's like mm-hmm. such a, such a legend for like, uh, struggling Italian Americans. He's like uh, a real American dream example.
0: I mean, good for him. I always like him. He seems like a nice guy. Um, Does he have rape allegations?
1: I don't know. Are you gonna? Oh my god.
0: I'm gonna look on the personal.
1: <laughs> no, you never the... know. <laughs> no. I Legal
0: mean, issues, there we go.
1: I mean shit. Oh my goodness.
2: Uh, <laughs> no. In February 2001,
0: an exotic dancer named Marie Carr filed a lawsuit against the lawn accusing him of rape while at Santa Monica Fitness Center where they both well, worked out on. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> God
1: damn. There it. you
0: go. I can't, I can't...
1: They can't they can't let you love them. They, they won't let you love them. That's the thing.
0: There's also like in 2016, someone was accused of sexual assault by a 16-year-old girl.
2: No! they shooting oh. a
0: film in Las Vegas in 1986.
1: Oh man, oh man. The
0: teen reportedly said that's the law and then forced, he forced her into a threesome with his bodyguard. Oh no. They can't let you love the them. Jeez. Sorry for the, for the downer.
1: Boo. Sorry. It's just like it's like uh, yeah. Like every every high profile actor from like that was popular in like the seventies and eighties is bound to have a, uh, about to have something on him. That's for sure. Yeah. So it seems that way at least.
2: Yeah. And
0: I think it's just like um there's just something about fame that I think fucks with people's heads that they're Yeah, yeah. People are just like
1: yeah, just um more prone to like sort of uh involve themselves in like unhealthy power dynamics or like sort of exert that power onto them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's also when you're sort of so detached from reality because like it I feel like if you reach a certain level of of fame you can't really exist in reality normally anymore because you become so fictional to other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Then, like, that forces I mean, not forces, but like that kind of like I can understand why they in turn also become like same emotionally detached from the things that they do to other human beings.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's
0: which is not to say it's not an excuse, but like, I, I think there is a reason why, yeah, that's probably like the.
1: The psychology, the psychology behind this thing. You know yes. who
0: never lets me down, Dolly fucking Parton.
1: Oh yeah, she hasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if there's, if there's anyone, I won't say anything at this point. But like if there's, if there's like a, a, a an actual saint in show business, it seems to be Dolly yeah. Parton, like for sure. Uh, Dolly Parton, personal life, family, philanthropy, <laughs> vaccination. <laughs>
0: i know that's right (laughs) yeah yeah like and not only that she turned out bangers like for four decades of her career like four
1: decades talk
0: about stanima talk about creative stanima and she was in hannah montana queen queen absolute queen
1: yeah uh yeah going back to kiss me guido (laughs) but yeah like going back to kiss me guido it's like um
0: it's essentially like a a misunderstanding,
1: a misunderstanding comedy, situational comedy with yeah. like two polar opposites who end up um, who end up becoming buddies. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a try and true formula, but it's like very fun to watch because like the characters are and it's just like it's very low budget. You can tell it's just like a very small cast. Um yeah,
0: it, it it felt very insular. if I it, it feel it felt the most insular out of the three films, like, yeah, it, it really it's... felt like a like a like a senior at college film yeah. project, do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah,
1: exactly. It's like a just a group of friends or like someone like a group of friends and someone they recruited to do this project. It feels like very um, like self-contained in that way. Mm. and uh, I found it very sweet feels like a group of friends who just like decided to make this and considered the part of the movie itself was like um sort of about uh the making of a play and like um convincing people convincing Frankie to star in that play and also like play a gay characters like hey, it turns I mean, out these gays are actually kind of cool. Like, hey. I love I love
0: how they like, listen, Frankie, if you're going to be in show business, you have to get used to the queers. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, exactly. It's like, okay. <laughs> and then, like, I
0: remember, because um the the reason for the title of the film is because um, yeah, in the play, yeah. he has to play, uh, kiss another male character because he plays a gay character. And he's like, no, 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 I can't do it. And they, like, they list sort of was it Al Pacino or Robert De Niro that like, uh, they list? They're like, he did it. Why won't you
2: do yeah, it? Yeah, Pacino
1: did it. Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh,
1: so, so yeah, that was that was really sweet. Um, uh, it it's it's like it also has like the subplots of a sitcom. It has like the This is the main thing. It's like the buddies, but also like the people they know are like also getting into. Oh shit my editing. god. The- the, the landlady suppl- with the landlady the and Frankie's brother. That was so funny.
0: It's just dysfunction upon dysfunction. But also I loved how so... So in order to trick the landlady to not exhort rent from the two guys from Warren and Frankie because they don't have money, they decide to trick um the brother into proposing so that she's so elated with like this guy wanting to marry her, that she will forget about the rent that is due. And they do it by telling the brother that the lady, the landlady is pregnant. And it's just so funny because like Warren's like, is your brother Catholic? And it's like, yeah, it's like, then you know what to do. <laughs> and then there is a, a whole conversation where he thinks that she's talking about the baby that she wants to abort and he can't have that because like that's sinful according to the Catholic Church. And she's talking about the ring. <laughs> Perfect. It was so funny. It was so funny.
2: I-,
1: I love the misunderstanding. Like it's it's like a classic it's like a it's like a very typical misunderstandings comedy opposite yeah. track kind of thing. But it's like I-, I do think like the the very like DIY New Yorker charm to it adds a lot. Uh I like like it's it's this is such a weird comparison, everyone, but like the way it looks, it kind of looks like the first Cheetah Girls movie. <gasps> It's oh like God, in New York, so everything right. is great. Low you quality, so right. like the the cameras are like relatively low quality. Uh, it's like it's uh, except it's much more less surprising that an indie movie, like low budget indie movie, like Kiss Me Guido, would have that look uh, as opposite to, um, Cheetah and Girls, which is literally a problem. Disney Channel yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, no, but also what I love about Kiss Me Guido, so there's like um, Warren the the gay what the fuck are you doing there's sorry there's a fly who's like jumping from like and like zigzag on my wall and i'm like is this normal behavior for flies, or did i get like a stopping like like yeah like zigzag like
1: yeah yeah maybe she's just confused
0: you know, I'm gonna let her. Yeah, I'm gonna let confused. her be confused. Like it's it's her prerogative to be confused. Like I shouldn't judge her. Um. Yeah, Warren. So like he's an actor, and he for the longest time has been dating this director, who's been somewhat, um. Maybe not abusive, but he was shitty to him. He was a shitty boyfriend. He cheated. cheated yeah, on him. Yeah. 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 And what I love is like once again to Warren through the power of friendship. He's like, you know what? I have standards now. Like I have a person who might have completely different interests and uh, completely different interests and aesthetic sensibilities and things like that. But like he was willing to act act, like even what do I want to say? I want to say is that like here's a person that like put in an effort to make our relationship work better and be healthier and actually appreciates me for who I am and even like if we don't understand each other I don't know like a cosmic level intellectually like that's still better to see someone put in the effort than like have someone that like quote unquote clicks with you and I just love that like Warren's because like at the beginning of the film Warren's like agonizing I was like I want him back I want him back and now he's like no you know what like I prefer someone who puts in the effort and that's important not just like mm-hmm. how somebody makes you feel oh but like yeah
1: yeah yeah it's like i, the I respect like how somebody shows you yeah, i like how Frankie's like stands up and, and like by the end of the movie he just yeah. like stands up for for Warren. so like beats the guy up you know what yeah. stop being shitty to my gay friend yeah
2: exactly like-
0: yeah like put so respect on his name that's not how you should treat the fella
1: <laughs> yeah exactly like uh it's yeah there's really not that much to it it really does feel like 90 minutes of compilation of like uh, the best scenes of a sitcom but it, it is like it really does work because the actors are good the chemistry is there it's like funny it's it's, yeah. it's charming and so it's just I think it's it's, just, it's, an, it's another one to recommend I think I think we're like three for three in this episode yeah in different ways like um god this is such a weird triple feature because these are just three movies that i found like i found like oh little italy is a thing i wonder what other italian american weird movies have been um out there for a while that like very heavily lean on italian american stereotypes like i found these two like movies that kind of center on gay curse. like what the fuck is this so it's just like it's, so it's very satisfying to see that all three are actually like really fun in different ways yeah um little italy is just a who it's like it's like a total it's a total goofball movie um uh, mabo italiano is like genuinely good and very well written and like a great like um sort of like that's great character progression um it's like, it's like the conflicts are complicated, but still very loose and fun. And Kiss Me Guido just feels like a nice New York sitcom from the 90s, which is like different ways. But like, I'm glad to to say I can recommend them all. Mm-hmm. And um, they they all seem to come from like, also genuine appreciation for Italian-American culture um, and like their cultural contributions and, and like the it's it's like seems to be stories directly from the community uh in a lot of senses and it's like the stereotypes seem to be like loving stereotypes and it's like like a tribute to like the people from um italian-american community from both from toronto uh montreal in the case of Marble italiano and also in new york uh in the case of uh Ismiguido. so so yeah uh if you're and into you just... italian-americans be it the the crude and stereotypes just... or the actual culture um, I, think, I think all of these are cool.
0: I need to tell you something. What? Guess who wrote Little Italy?
1: Well, Little Italy? Uh huh. So it's not an Italian American?
0: It isn't. It's an Italian Canadian. It's the same guy who wrote Mambo Italiano.
1: You're joking. No. That's crazy. He
0: only wrote, like, he wrote. Four films.
1: This guy's Bambu a Italiano,
0: beast. Sur- surviving My Mother, Funky Town, and Little Italy.
1: Yeah, this guy's a beast. Steve oh, Galuccio. my god. Yeah, it's the same. Wait, wait. So Steve Galuccio is the guy that wrote Bambu Italiano, the play. Yeah. So it's actually like Angelo from, which is, Angelo from Bambu Italiano yeah. is based on him, on himself. It's a story. Yeah. So you're telling me that Angelo... Would from Mambo Italiano would go on to write Little Italy. Yeah. That's so sick. That's crazy. I had I mean, no idea. I mean, when you
0: think about it, Little Italy is kind of like a strange version of like Nino and Angelo with happy ending as well. No,
1: yeah. Because they have similarities. Because like uh, Nino and Angelo are like it's the childhood friends who like grow apart. And Little Italy, it's like the straight sort of like very rom-com conventional um portrayal of that exactly that's like it's like oh little italy but they're like there's like the the competing families yeah oh my god that's crazy that's 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 wild that is so cool actually like um yeah that's so cool like so this guy Yeah. It actually makes total sense like from like even the the plays that uh Angelo ends up writing in um in uh the movie Bambo Italiano is like it just seems like a kind of like silly rom coms that uh that Little Italy is like spawned out of. Yeah. That's crazy. And like I it it is, it I'm is, trying it to... is strange like it's a small world because like oh wait it's like um two italian canadian movies that are like have similar things like well what do you know they're written by the same guy
0: i am trying to somehow like galaxy brain connect kiss me guido to these two films like i'm trying to yeah. find someone on the production cruise yeah of but
1: these two. I, so I don't think so because like it's like now that i think of it like Lil Italy and uh, Montebello, Italian just seems like very like very yeah. much products of Italian Canadian sort of like insular
2: community. I
0: mean, yeah, like you don't really. I can't think of anything else that like talks about Italians in Canada, even though like Canada has like a huge ethnic diversity, especially Tony yeah, in yeah. Ontario. Like it, it can't really, but yeah, the same guy, the same guy gave us That's two wild. gems. That's
1: a great way to to close out the episode like this realization
0: yeah uh what song do you want to play after? oh there are so
1: many choices um there are so many choices
0: okay then, then... for
1: for like cause there are so like i can go for the classic uh that's amore i can yeah, go for uh, you can
0: go be italian from nine but the to get nine, copyright
1: yeah. oh that's true i can speed it up I can make like is it speed Fergie? Up Fergie. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna speed up Fergie's voice or like uh. Be
0: Italian da, da, da.
1: Speed up Fergie or like uh, yeah. I think I'm gonna save. Uh, that's I actually think I've, if I included that sub more in any episode, like, cause I might think I I I possibly have. Like, okay. In, in what have we covered anything other that, anything that's also Italian American?
0: I don't think so. I think it's it's like so. I'm pretty
1: sure I also used that samurai in in another context.
0: I don't know now. I'm gonna look at the spreadsheet.
1: Yeah, like is there is there anything? Also, for the
0: for the next episode, we're gonna have a book club. So if you want oh, yeah. to read the book before our discussion, mm-hmm. uh, for the next episode, we're gonna read. A Raylo fanfiction that's Ray and Kylo run from, from Star, Star Wars. Wars, yeah, and that got published the same way Fifty Shades of Grey was initiated the fanfiction. So we're gonna read the published version because I don't think I'll be able to find it on an archive of our own now that it got published. Oh yeah, they often yeah. get pulled.
1: Yeah, I'm so gonna go- I'm gonna take that shit out from uh from Audible now that I have a, a cursed Audible subscription again. I'm gonna listen to that. Um, so
0: we're gonna read the love hypothesis Thesis.
1: The love we... hypothesis. is That it, hypothesis, yeah. The love hypothesis,
0: yeah. which is essentially a real love fiction, but like in STEM <laughs> environment.
1: Oh, it, it, it's the thing. Like I was, I was looking up, like sort of, like on the the aforementioned that the as I mentioned before, uh, like the, the sort of like Instagram. I don't, actually don't think we, we were recording when I said that. But never mind. Um, uh, no,
0: I think we were because I was talking about Emma Roberts' books book club
1: oh right okay 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 i don't remember what we said on the on recording and not on recording but um this is go
0: this goes into ether uh, aka julia's ears (laughs)
1: yeah yeah um so yeah so like uh i was looking like scrolling instagram is like oh i guess the same books recommendations over and over like all the rom-com recommendations end up including this and i was like the hell's the love hypothesis And I and then another, like a week ago i was going to look to the spreadsheet i like mm-hmm. the love hypothesis oh it's this book this book's the relo fan fiction like yeah, okay and this seems this book seems so popular like, it's this
0: extremely book, popular it's, it has it's one of the ex- like romance ex- novels of yeah. now it's like
1: it seems it seems to have like it's, I mean, it's yeah it's six hundred sixty-six thousand ratings on goodreads it's like an average of 4.3 that's crazy this movie's so popular
0: i mean but the the romance girlies like they go off on the internet like oh for
1: sure they like yeah yeah yeah. like uh for for goodreads i know what's like i like when i see a romance movie uh romance book um that's highly rated on goodreads i already know because it's it's not really an an indication if i'd like it or not it's more like oh yeah the romance girlies went hard for this one
2: yeah,
0: yeah i think also like because i'm pretty sure it has a fake dating trope and that always scores highly because like a lot of angst uh-huh. a lot of yearning
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, i'll be it's good to know that i'm gonna read this um with a relo dynamic in mind because like if i would have like checked this out because it's popular and like not knowing that I, don't, I think, I think it, knowing will enrich the this experience
0: that's what i think as well i think this book i think all fan fiction that like later on published as like normal books has to be read with the context like of knowing that it used to be fan fiction yeah like after it's just so much funnier when you think about every single time Hardin screams that's all it's really harry styles like yeah. you have
2: to-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. enriches the experience. I wonder. I, I don't wonder. Care. I wonder what they pull off with after four, since it's like the second movie they filmed while in Bulgaria, I... hiding from the from the from the pandemic.
0: <laughs> I went to see Nope yesterday, and I went to a commercial cinema. So there was quite a lot of trailers before the film, and like you know, it was like sort of you know there was bodies, bodies, like sort of things that I expected, and then like out of nowhere after four. And I'm like, I'm I'm heaving. I'm trying not to scream like loudly in the sim- Like After cinema.
1: After Two is insane. Like I love After Two now. After Two is it like, so one many of the funniest times.
0: things I have ever
1: seen. It's one of the genuinely. funniest movies of all time. It's so funny. <laughs> and After Three is like total garbage. Like After, after Three, three is, is depression Awful. awful. Like the yeah, After Three is so depressive because it's like only Tessa. And Harden returned from the original cast, and they filmed this during the pandemic. So none of the side characters, none of the other actors, wanted to film this movie. So they recast everyone. I'm just like, this is preposterous. Like this is ridiculous. It just was... stop making them. <laughs> like,
0: no. But the tra- But I have maybe not high hopes, but I have some hopes for the fourth one because the trailer at was very funny.
1: At least like the shock of like now I know that none of the original casters are in it outside of, uh, yeah, heroes. F- tiffin fian and uh josephine Langsford are yeah. <laughs> well, bring like, back bring back uh um uh, uh cole sprouse no not cole sprouse the brother
0: uh, dylan Sprouse
1: dylan sprouse bring back dylan sprouse he was one yeah. of the best parts about of- too
0: oh he was so good into yeah no i
1: fucking tessa. i was a bit
0: sad though because in the trailer he does not scream tessa
1: Oh he, he wait didn't a minute. do the
0: thing he didn't do the thing after Ever Happy
1: train. had its world premiere in London August 10th is intended to release theatrically blah 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 a sequel after everything is in production another one they will never stop they oh my god stop. free free Josephine Langford not free hero Tiffin like that man's a criminal that like, that
0: man deserves to be in that that think, helpful, not. but, but
1: Josephine Langford like, I think she's she has other things to offer like free her on this yeah
0: exactly like she's done her time like after should have been a trilogy like even dakota wasn't stuck in with 50 shades for more than three films like three yeah. josephine
1: yeah yeah even the kissing booth was a trilogy and like yeah and now they're both on to greater things are they what is
0: joey, do- joey doing she was in
1: bullet train that big movie that came out a couple weeks ago
0: Okay, Joey King. I'm I'm googling. Yeah, she was
1: in she had a big role in that blockbuster.
0: Good for her. I also think she's engaged. For her. Good for her. There's um, also in something for Hulu called The Princess.
1: Oh, that seems awful. Uh it looks really funny. Um it's like it's like a fantasy thing, I think.
0: Okay. I mean get that dollar i guess i also love how both of them defend those films like yeah oh it's oh it's it's
1: it's it's uh it's it's cute it's pretty cute it's actually pretty cute to see it's like i don't give a shit i had fun making them it's nice nice to hear actually
0: it's like it's like a like i've had enough of robert Patterson like
1: trashing twilight it's like I'm, I'm, I mean, sure, it was I'm sure it's funny it's yeah. funny but yeah like, it still is like, but you know it's, it's it's fun to see actors enjoy the projects that they're in i think and yeah. um i think i think like jacob already thinks they're pretty bad but I, I'm, I'm sure he had a ball filming them honestly i'm sure he had a good I time i mean
0: yeah exactly like he so i guess you can separate your time during the project and the final product for sure you know? for sure and plus also, he, like, he read the books, like, he came prepared, like, he yeah, took it yeah, seriously, yeah. which I also respect, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it. The meeting's almost up, too, so.
0: I know, I know. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so, read the book if you want to sort of discuss it. I mean, well, not with us, but, like, you can sort of have your takes as we... We'll try to discuss it, though it probably will be again us reading the most cringy parts,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, mean we'll
0: see, we'll see maybe
1: even yeah, even even if you don't end up reading, listener, like you'll hear you'll get, at least get an idea of what what the, the the most preposterous lines end up being.
0: That's for sure. we're gonna we're gonna highlight and read out to you the worst parts,
1: yeah, Thank or you. maybe it'll actually be cute, and maybe the romance fangirls are right.
0: Maybe Who the else? romance from the girls are right. Maybe, maybe it's we... actually
1: cute.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, there is um. So I follow two girls on Goodreads that I don't know. I just like sort of respect their opinions or like see what they're reading. And one of them read it and she gave it four stars and she said that's very cute. So like I'm open minded. Maybe the maybe, maybe the girls
2: yeah.
0: are are onto something. However,
1: like the the thing that um the thing that um. Uh shit brain fart <laughs> oh total brain fart never mind something. <laughs> <laughs> enough is
0: enough anyway yeah enough so much... is enough thank you so much for listening uh buonasera
1: buonasera and um i i, I wait yeah buon gi- it's buon buongiorno and buonasera that's the two ones
0: yeah
1: yeah all right bye parmigiano si margherita
2: prosciutto the world seems to shine world seems to shine, like ring, tingling a ling a And you'll sing of Sorry. It's